we assume things are nailed on, but you know what? Everyone assumed La La Land was nailed on for best picture. That's true. Look at what happened there. Oscar time. It is pub talk. I think once upon a time in Hollywood is going to storm the Oscars. Parasite's one of those films that blew me away. Parasite will just edge it. I think it's going to be close. Parasite. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the pub. It's the second time in the pub today. We've done two pub talks. We did one earlier today, uh, myself and Rob Fuzz. Um, and now I'm back in the pub. I'm just about to pour a beer. So, uh, I'll, I'll not hang about. I'll introduce my partner for today. Fantasmic ears, Brandon. Where's Rob Fuzz? Where is Rob Fuzz? Is it a pub talk without Rob Fuzz? Yes, it is. And, um, and he's letting the side down. But uh, no, Rob's busy. He said he might join us in a bit, but Brandon, welcome, buddy. Yeah, thank you, man. Thanks for having me. It's finally, I guess, good to be back. It's been a while. It has been a while. Life so, has well, just nonstop over this past month. So <laughs> it's yeah. Tell me about it. I've uh, I've been super busy um, since pretty much since I got back from Florida. I've been nonstop, which I was um, discussing um, with Rob on on Friday, and uh, and yeah, but it's um, it is it is good to be back. Um, in you know doing doing stuff like this you know and it's it's um you know it's been it's been a busy couple of well a couple of months i guess um, mm-hmm. especially a few weeks since the turn of uh, the new year since christmas and new year um and uh, you know going away and shooting a film and everything like that and and everyone everyone else has had things going on uh, just settling down into the new year but um but it's award season and it's like it's it's one of my most favorite times of the year you know uh, as as, as award season kicks off so <laughs> So uh, yeah, I'm pretty psyched about that, and um, and yeah, I'm ready to get into it. Um, yeah, me too, you... man. It's, it's it's been it's weird, like um, other than like the documentary shorts, like and just a couple films here and there. I feel like I've seen every single one. Yeah, you've um, you've made a good head start to it, uh, this year. Yeah, so. yeah, which I'm really happy about because <laughs> we we both know a couple years prior. I'm like, yeah, no, I would have been able to. <laughs> I did not have yeah. time for that. It's um, it's I've made a, a late start this year, so uh, so there's a lot of films I need to watch. Uh, I've not caught up on or made a list yet of everything I need to uh, to to see. Uh, Rob is in the chat. He's uh, he's here. He's he's working. Unfortunately, uh, Sam is in the chat as well. Welcome, Sam Lowe. How are you doing? Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah. The, I, I, I'm confident I will still get through everything i need to see before the oscars so um, yeah. yeah i have faith in you <laughs> <laughs> I, I will, never, you never fail to do it so no exactly by hook or by crook i will i will manage it so uh so yeah let's get let's get straight into it so um obviously the um the the 23 categories were announced uh today um and yeah uh, the first one they always go with one of the supporting uh, supporting uh, actor or actress Performances first, and that was no different this year. So the first category that was announced was this one. Here are the nominees for Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role. Angela Bassett for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Hong Chow for The Whale. Kerry Condon from The Banshees of Inner 
Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Stephanie Hsu for Everything Everywhere All at Once. So, as far as awards go this year, Angela Bassett has just been taking it. Uh, yeah. For supporting actress. But we have a good lineup so far. Um, okay, so I've made it well known to you. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Banshees of Inisherin. It's just I feel like it's a two two hour movie of just nothing. <laughs> yeah, I so yeah, but I mean, the performances weren't even that standoutish. I feel like they're like you know like those films that like that'll get nominated for a bunch of different things just to say it got nominated for all of that. Yeah. I think that's this year's power of the dog. Okay. Yeah, I, I disagree with that. I mean, I, I do think I do think it's uh, it's a tough film to translate to American audiences. Um and and I felt that the moment I started watching it, I was like, okay, I, I get it, I get the humor. You know, Ireland is like a stone's throw away from us, you know, so um so I, I totally get it. I did wonder though how it would translate to American audiences. I think it's um I think it's a really good film with like a good subtle undertone um, of seriousness, but with great comedy etched on top. But how how well that comedy translates uh, to to different audiences is a is another thing. Um, so so I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't think Kerry Condon is going to take this one. I think you know, like you were saying, Angela Bassett's been sweeping awards season, and um, and and she's going to continue strong. I think um, heading into the the um, Heading into the BAFTAs and uh, heading into the uh, the SAG Awards and things like that, and and, and then the lead up to the to the Oscars. Um, so, but yeah, um, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting category to get us started with. I'm just looking at um, who else uh, there was. Um, obviously, Hong Chow from the Whale. I've not seen the Whale yet. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, Jamie Lee yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Chu both from Everything Everywhere All at Once up against each other. Um, I, so, I can yeah, so. see, see, I, I can see Stephanie Hsu getting it as well. Between her or Angela Bassett, Jamie Lee Curtis getting nominated for an Oscar, that was fantastic. Yes, yeah, I love that Jamie Lee Curtis was nominated. I think that's great. So um, <clears throat> let's take a look. Who is, uh, so, but yeah, I think it's going to go Angela Bassett. And I think, I think you're, you're inclined to agree at this stage. Yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, because this isn't our predictions, just these aren't our, like, these aren't our picks just yet. We're just dropping what what we've seen so far from Academy Awards season. So well, not Academy Awards, but award season so far and all that. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, award season always has that that thing where something can be strong all the way throughout and then change. Uh, you know, famously we saw that with um, La La Land. You know, <laughs> losing to Parasite uh, 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 to Moonlight. Sorry, uh, or 1917 losing to Parasite is is the you know. Um, you know, 1917 was strong all the way through awards season, and then sort of, uh, and and the same with Power of the Dog last year. Power of the Dog was was strong all the way through awards season, and then as it headed into Oscars, Coda became you know it, it changed the race, and um, and and it, it always happens like with the Oscars being the last one, you know um, things do change, and uh, and it'll be interesting. I mean, Angela Bassett looks strong at the minute, but like you say, it could go to it could go to um, Stephanie Hsu. So yeah. Who knows? Yeah, um, so yeah, but yeah, yeah. as far as uh, there's no lock just yet. Um, no, there's no lock, and there's no yeah. surprises in that in that category. So, um, the next category though that was announced is this one. 
are the nominees for achievement in costume design? Babylon Black Panther, Wakanda Forever Elvis Everything, everywhere, all at once And Mrs Harris goes to Paris I see this going as a lock to either Babylon or um, everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Have you seen everything everywhere yet? I've not. It's uh, it's on my to watch list. It's on Amazon Prime, so I will. Oh, man, it's I will get that. Um, I will get that watched. Um, closer, like may, maybe this weekend. Maybe like me and Kim have been talking about it. Um, so and, and we've said that we will get that one watched soon so yeah uh we might get that watched this weekend i've heard interesting mixed reactions about it so uh so i'm, I'm kind of I'm, I'm gonna go into it with an open mind um, it's it's a fun film yeah yeah i'm looking forward to seeing it so yeah like there's a lot of deep undertones to it of just like yeah there's a lot there's a lot going on and it's just it's i think it's handled so well and done so well yeah so for now, I can see um, everything everywhere. Or, but I mean, but as far as costume design goes, there's some fantastic costumes in um, in this. Yeah, so, yeah. <clears throat> I, I do think I do think that's a, an early one for Black Panther to to take an award. Black Panther did really well, and I think it caught people off guard as well. When um, was it 2017, 2018? I can't remember, but it, it won awards for costume design. It won awards for makeup and hairstyling. Um, and um, I do think that Black Panther, you know, could could fare strong in in this category once again. So, um, yeah, my 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 tip. I don't know anything about Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. I love the way Kim said that in the uh, in the VT. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know anything about that that film. Uh, I'm gonna my... guess it's period piece because period pieces tend to do well in costume design. But um, yeah, Babylon, Elvis, fine. But I think uh, I think Black Panther is probably going to be the one. That... Yeah, my coworker Zach. Oh, I mean, my not my coworker, my co-host Zach. Um, on, he, on the podcast. Uh, yeah, on the podcast, he he watched Harris, Mrs. Harris Goes mm. to Paris when it came out, and I was just talking to him earlier about it. He said it's a really good film, so I'll have. To, that's one of the ones I need to check out. Um, it's it's going to be weird going into these films like that I haven't seen yet now. Because yeah. now I have a reason to look out for, okay, why is this nominated for Best Editing? Why is this nominated for Best Costume Design? I'm not just going into the film, just looking at it as a whole. As a whole, yeah, no, exactly. So, yeah, which is, it's it's a great thing and it's a bad thing at the same time. Because I like to, I, I do like to watch something as as an entire production, you know. Um, and I don't want to watch a, th a film and just be like, hmm, is the editing really good on this one? Or, you know, yeah. or whatever, you know. But, but at the same time, it is nice to know what it is you're looking out for once you once you know what has been nominated so um mm -hmm. so yeah uh, after costume design the next one announced was this here are the nominees for achievement in sound all quiet on the western front avatar the way of water the batman Elvis and Top Gun Maverick. It's not lost on me, by the way, that in that VT, the one for achievement in sound, which I did the voiceover for, uh, the sound quality is awful. So Kim is in a hotel somewhere. <laughs> so yeah, the, the irony. Uh, Kim is in a hotel somewhere, did her voiceovers on her phone, sent them to me. 
I started here doing it on my laptop backstage before we went live. I was having terrible audio troubles. Rob was jumping in and trying to help out. Brandon was, uh, you know, trying to help out. Um, ended up kind of restarting everything, and, and, and we went live just in time. Um, and I'm hoping the audio is much clearer now than it was earlier. It uh, definitely but, is. It's yeah. funny because, like, you and I are both IT guys. <laughs> How many IT idiots does it take to fix? Uh, to, yeah, but um, but yeah. So I I was I was kind of doing that that uh, that voiceover stuff for the VT earlier on, and I was like mm. I was like it's not lost on me um, that the audio is terrible. So I think I only did it for a couple, and then I took Kim's tactic and started doing it on my phone, and then emailing it to myself. So um, yeah, so yeah, um, so yeah. But uh, sound uh, achievement in sound. Um, I think this is a lock on either Top Gun Maverick or the Batman. Oh, it, I don't think it's going to go to the Batman. I would be surprised. And I don't think it's going to go to Avatar. Um, it's the not way going to go to Avatar. Sound, the achievement in sound traditionally um, would go to something like a musical or a war film. And here you've got Top Gun Maverick, which is great. You've got Elvis and you've got All Quiet on the Western Front. And I think there's going to be three strong contenders there. Um Obviously, I can't completely dismiss the Batman because I've not yet seen it. I've seen Avatar. Um, Avatar visually stunning. Sound is great, but I don't think it's going to be in movie shout for sound. Um, but yeah, that's um, that. I, I think it's going to be more likely All Quiet on the Western Front, Top Gun or Elvis. And if I was to put my neck on the line now, I would probably take All Quiet on the Western Front out of that running. Like um, All, All Quiet is a great film, really enjoyed it. Um, I can't say the sound particularly stood out for me though. Um, uh, like uh, obviously, you, you can look at other films in the past, like Sound of Metal a couple of years ago, where you watched that and you knew that was a lock for sound. You knew that was, you know, um, yeah. I think Top Gun was it was great. The sound was great on Top Gun. Um, Elvis, I'm yet to see as well. But yeah, I think it's going to be probably between those two. I, I can see where you're coming from. Um, the Batman just has a fantastic and incredible sound design to it. I wouldn't discount it. Yeah, You'll, you'll, you'll see, like, um, when you're watching the film in, um, I, I, I'm not sure he went, I'm not, I think he bounced out or something. But um, when you're watching the Batman. Um, I'm still here, by the way. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. When you're watching the Batman, um, I'm just giving you. <laughs> okay, for the tenth try here. When you're watching the Batman, make sure your sound is turned up. Make sure you have the bass levels turned up because man, the sounds of the Batmobile and just like the sound of like when Batman is walking around and stuff. Oh my God, the editing in that is so freaking good. Okay, good to know. Good to know. So yeah, I mean, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to seeing it. So, um, so yeah, we'll see. You know, maybe I'll change my mind. Like this is, you know, like you said, it's this isn't our predictions yet. This is still early. You know, this is just our, our initial reaction, our, our reaction, I guess, or, or, or maybe not gut reaction because that was that was live earlier today. But now that we've had a few hours to kind of digest and process it and um, and see what we've got to watch and what we think might take it mm -hmm. in this, uh, you know, then it's uh, yeah, it's interesting to to kind of analyze everything um so yeah so uh, that was achievement in sound uh, sticking with one of the one of the sound ones or a musical one the fourth category is here are 
were the nominees for Achievement in Music, Best Original Score. All Quiet on the Western Front. Babylon. The Banshees of Inisherin. Everything Everywhere All at Once. And The Fablemans. This is a lock for Babylon. Justin Hurwitz is taking this. Yes. Like, yeah. I don't know if you've heard the soundtrack yet, but holy Jesus. I've not heard it yet, but um, but I mean, Justin Hurwitz is great. Obviously, John Williams legendary as well. So it's a it's a tough it's a tough category. I hated, I absolutely hated it. It's not often I say this, but uh, about something, but I I really did not like at all the um, the uh, the soundtrack or, or the score um, to. Um, quiet on the western front it was just yeah it, it, was, it was just a really repeated sound. noise yeah it was a noise and it was just it just didn't balance right with the film for me um, i i don't know if it was designed to try and be unsettling in what is clearly a film about an unsettling time you know going into the trenches and you know that um obviously you know these people thought they were going to be heroes and and then the, the harsh realities of war set in and it's it's just stuff you can't even comprehend um and i don't know if the soundtrack was designed to just be as unsettling as that um and just you know just chaotic i don't know it just for me it really i that was the thing i hated about the film an otherwise great film mm -hmm. uh, yeah so uh, rob, rob says you work fast i'm not sure what that's in reference to whether that's the uh the, the video clips the, or the video cards yeah oh cool um yeah um yeah, it's uh, it's it's a yeah. We all know it's the Oscar stuff is a, a passion. So, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's yeah. I I, it's a shame because it's another otherwise great film. I did kind of like the the uh, the the score to Banshees, but it's not going to be in with a look. And I think I think you you're right. This is going to be a lock for um, Justin Hurwitz. So. Yeah, it, it's it's been long overdue. I feel like he's been snubbed in the past. So just now is his time to shine he yeah i would and, and don't don't get me wrong i would love to see john williams take an award again like, i would too retire, but but. literally the soundtrack i don't know what the academy listens to i don't know if they just listen to the the release soundtrack or the just like a squirrely version of the film but the soundtrack that's released is only 30 minutes yeah for for the fablemans which bugs the hell out of me because i love john williams and i loved the fablemans but um, when it comes to a, uh, a soundtrack like Babylon, I've listened to that soundtrack maybe 15 or 16 times already. Like, on wow. repeat. it's so freaking good. Yeah. And it's, hold on, let me, let me pull up Spotify real quick and see how long this actually is. This <laughs> an hour and 37 minutes. Oh, well. <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's, that's a long soundtrack. So that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, this, this is definitely a lock for Babylon. Yeah, Rob says he was he was referring to Kim's voiceover as well. Yeah, Kim Kim's Kim's great. You know, like she was she was away working. She's away for a couple of days. Um, as soon as she got out, she went back to a hotel, and I was like, I phoned her. I was like, I, I, I need your help. Can you help me with this? And she was like, Yeah, of course. And she was like, How do you want me to do it? Yeah, you know, we kind of went through what we did last year, and she was just like, Right, I'm on it. I'll send it over to you in a minute. And they started pinging through within like sort of 10, 15, 20 minutes. And yeah, she's she's good. So. Um, yeah, so yeah, I agree. Hurwitz is probably going to take this one. Uh, mm -hmm. The next category was um, 
So we went into the two writing categories after this. So um, the first one being... Here are the nominees for Best Adapted Screenplay. All Quiet on the Western Front. Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Living. Top Gun Maverick. And Women Talking. So I still need to see Living and Women Talking from this category. Uh, I've seen every single film up to now. Um, yeah. As far as all these nominations. I've never heard of Living, but it has um, apparently great reviews. So I'll need to go. Um, I need to go. I'll, I'll need to check this one out um, at some point. And then Women Talking. I've heard it's decent. But. Um yeah, I've heard quite a lot about women talking. Um, living, I'm looking forward to seeing just because uh, Bill Nye, um, he's a great actor. Um, and I think it's, um, I think there's some other good actors in it as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing that one. I don't know anything about it, so I'm going to see it completely, uh, going, going into it completely blind. Um, Glass Onion, like uh, Knives Out was, was a great film, so I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Glass Onion. Um, it'd be interesting to see where this one goes. I do think this one could possibly be going to either All Quiet on the on the Western Front or Women Talking or Living. I don't know. I don't know why. Like I've not seen Women Talking or Living, but I don't see I Glass Onion taking the Best Adapted. Um, like I, I said it on my podcast review. Like I, I was completely fine with it getting nominated. I knew it wasn't going to win. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Is, is this the only category it was nominated in as well? Yes. Um, it, it's following suit of uh, of how it did at uh, with Knives Out in 2019. And uh, yeah. It, it's weird. It's weird because it, I mean, it took original screenplay then, but now since Benoit Blanc is a returning character, it converted to an adapted screenplay, which is eh, which I'm fine with it going adapted, mm. but it's not going to win. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I'm inclined to agree. And, and it'll, it'll still be a fun watch anyway. I'm still going to watch it because I'm going to try and watch as many as I can like I did last year. Um, so <laughs> Rob Rob saying she's not even home yet. What a pro. Yeah, she is. She's a pro and a legend. And she's just uh, she just messaged me um, off chat uh, uh, like on Facebook. So um, just saying that she's probably going to go to sleep soon because um, she's got to get up at about four o'clock in the morning again. So uh, she'll, she'll probably need to be asleep by the time. By the time we we wrap this stream up, so yeah, it's uh, uh, the the life of being on the road for Kim. Uh, but yes, I I do think you're right. I think it probably won't go to Glass Onion, and I don't see Top Gun Maverick taking it either. Yeah, um, I, know. I mean, it, Top Gun was a great film, but as far as like writing, I, I have a feeling Women Talking upsells it. Yeah, I think Women Talking Living maybe all quiet, but I I think it's going to be you know maybe uh, Women Talking uh, this early stage so that was um adapted screenplay the other writing category is here are the nominees for best original screenplay the banshees of inner sharing everything everywhere all at once the fablemans tar and triangle of sadness I think this one's a much tougher category than the than the previous one. I disagree. I've seen um, 
I've seen everything here except for Triangle of Sadness. Yep. I see this as a lock for everything everywhere all at once or the Fablemans. Because the Banshees of Anirshirin, like, I wouldn't give best original screenplay to somebody who chops off their fingers and throws it at someone's house. Like, that's uh that's yeah see i i think the writing of banshees of an assurance is great because like i say it's it's like when we watched it we said it was a bit like and it's completely different but it's a bit like um jojo rabbit in that jojo rabbit was a very 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 serious subject matter as in nazi propaganda but it was done in a way that was palatable to watch it, you know, um, you know, it, it was, it was done. It was very much made out to be a comedy. And when you watched it, you thought it was just comedic writing. No, it wasn't. That was actually the stuff that was put in Nazi propaganda. So it's, it's so, it's so shockingly funny because you can't comprehend it these days, you know? And, and, and I think Banshee's of Sharing was, you know, it was very much um, about detachment and, and loneliness. And, and again, that's, you know, it, it plays on, the psyche and, and and mental health and mental well-being is a big thing that's come to the fore over, over recent years. So it's a very serious subject matter, but it's done in a very comedic way. So um, so I do think the genius is in the writing there. So it could fare well, but um, it could it could do quite well. But uh, like it, I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me to see any of. I've not seen Triangle of Sadness yet, but obviously it's been nominated for a few. Tar, I've heard a lot about. I'm yet to see it. Fablemans and everything everywhere. I, do you know what? I've, I've only seen the one film, so I like. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not putting my hat on on the hook of Banshees right now. I'm just saying it has got good writing, but I can see any of these taking it right now. So ultimately, I like thinking back on it. I I can see everything everywhere taking this. Um, yeah. There's a specific scene. I think why regarding rocks i'm not going to say anything past that because it's a very vital scene to the movie and i mean I, I can't say anything else but like when you see everything everywhere you'll understand what i'm talking about okay yeah that makes sense that makes yeah. sense so okay the next category nominated was here are the nominees for best live action short film an Irish Goodbye, Ivalu, Le Pupile, Night Ride, and The Red Suitcase. We've reached a cat. We've reached a category which I've seen nothing. But yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that's, same. That's, that's always how it goes. Because like, there's so many short uh, short films that are made in a year that like you don't you wouldn't be able to know what's a lock until it, the nominations get announced that's so, right and it, it's a category as well that um <clears throat> we don't know like we never know it's one of those ones where where the it's a, it's a ballot spoiler isn't it <laughs> let's face it it's a you know it's a it's a pool spoiler it's a ballot spoiler it's you know you never know what's gonna you know be likely to take it until um <clears throat> until closer to the time so um but yeah uh short film live action i've i've heard a lot about the irish goodbye um and that is meant to be a contender now i say this based on just what i've heard at the minute but then the contender that i heard about for uh best short documentary didn't even get nominated in the end so uh, and that was supposedly a front runner as well so so who knows at this point you know it's um mm -hmm. Yeah, the Irish goodbye. I've heard about 
I've not heard anything about Ivalu. I had heard the um, the title of uh, Le Pupile, um, and then you got Night Ride and the Red Suitcase. I don't know anything about those. <laughs> Who knows? This is this, like we say, could go anywhere. So we won't we won't get too hung up on um, on this one. But uh, the the next category, another short category, but it's arguably got the best titles of uh, of, of any of the pictures. Rob's face before was a picture. Just when these uh, that one one of these was announced, I'll, I'll let you guys watching uh, figure out which one that might be. Here are the nominees for best animated short film: The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. The Flying Sailor. Ice Merchants. My Year of Dicks. And an ostrich told me the world is fake and I think I believe it. I genuinely want to know <laughs> what my year of dicks is about. You know what? I'm going to IMDb. I, for I've seen it already. I've seen it already. Have you really? So, yeah, I've seen it already. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> and it's, uh, yeah, Rob's like, I've got my soundbite. <laughs> um, it's not even on yeah. IMDb. It's, um, he says, "Wow, Kimmy says it too." Ha <laughs> uh, ha! Uh, I've got my sound bites. Yeah, it's um, it's I I can I completely get the title afterwards. So um, yeah, uh, it's about it's an animation about a girl when she was kind of a teenager going into adulthood, and she's uh, she's sort of in various relationships on the verge of possibly losing her virginity, and it's how. The different guys treat her so it's a, it's a it's a nice play on words basically so yeah um uh, yeah it's it's well done joe funnily enough obviously when it comes to this category you know and that is the the standout you know even when they announced it live for, uh, on the oscar nomination announcement this morning uh the audience reaction when they announced my year of dicks um it, it, it was just much hilarity and stuff like that i i think everyone completely overlooked the amazing title of the last film, an ostrich told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it. I think that's great as well. So uh, yeah, just uh, it's a great, it's a great, great category. Um, I love watching animations anyway, so so I'll, I'll be intrigued to see how these go. But yeah, I think I'm I think my year in Dicks is going to be popular just on the title alone. I'm now excited to watch it. It's um, yeah, it's, it's good subject matter. To be fair, it is a good subject matter. So somebody reviewed this on Letterboxd. Like, by the way, if you don't have Letterboxd, I highly recommend getting it. I'll explain it to you after the stream. But um, cool. somebody posted a review. I hope this gets nominated for an Oscar because I want to hear someone say the title on live TV. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, no, it's it, it certainly is. Um, it certainly is nominated. So yeah, um, so there we go. That's. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, like, there's no Disney short or anything like that this year that I'm aware of. Um, the Boy, the Mole, the Fox and the Horse, uh, The Flying Sailor, Ice Merchants, My Ear Dicks, and Ostrich told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it. Um, yeah, it's it'll be it'll be interesting to see uh, where that goes, but I think, I think I'm already leaning towards the obvious choice. And I think it's just because... It stands out instantly. It stands out, and I think that's gonna that's gonna draw audiences to it. And like I say, it's actually quite um, quite. It's 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 really good actually to watch. So yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, so the ninth 
category. Here are the nominees for Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role. Brendan Gleeson in The Banshees of Inisherin. Brian Tyree Henry in Causeway. Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans. Barry Keoghan in The Banshees of Inisherin. And Ki Hui Kwan in Everything Everywhere All at Once. This is a lock for Ki Kwe. Yeah, yeah, I think I think so as well. He's he's been taking it through award season so far. It's such a great story to see him come back into acting. You know, after he'd been out of it for so long, his he thought his dream was over. You know, he was a he was a a child actor in Indiana Jones and uh, in the Goonies, and uh, then he hasn't really done anything since like nineteen ninety one when he was in Encino Man or California Man if if you're from the UK with Brendan Fraser, and then you know he just he wasn't getting any work and uh, and he realized that. Hollywood kind of just didn't want Asian actors. It was it was there weren't there wasn't a big call for them, and and he felt his acting dream was over, and so he started working behind the camera, um, and everything kind of changed when he saw Crazy Rich Asians several years later, and he realised that the the landscape in Hollywood um, had changed, and uh, and there was an appetite for for um, multicultural actors again, um, <clears throat> and and so he spoke to his wife, and he kind of said, I I kind of want to revisit this dream. And she supported him and said, "Yeah, well, you know, do it." You know, even though he'd been through so much heartbreak before, and uh, and it's great to see him now in a film that's leading, you know, several um, several Oscar categories or or completely across the season, not just the Oscars, uh, but again, him and and the lead, you know, all being nominated as well. And um, yeah, it just it's it's superb to see. I mean, what a cast! I think there's have they got five acting nominations. Am I right in thinking in this? And it's so far, so basically far the entire main cast is yeah, 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 which is which is great, and it's great for him. And you know, so far he's taken the Critics' Choice, he's taken the Golden Globe. Uh, yeah. I think he's possibly taken one of the others as well so far. So Did yeah, he get Baftas like, or uh, Baftas not been. I mean, he's nominated. Uh, Baftas not been obviously announced yet because that's okay. three weeks before the Oscars. So um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. So I think I think this is a lot for him. Um, yeah, just. No other performances stood out like his this year. Um, Brendan Gleeson, meh. Barry Keegan, meh. Um, I thought Barry Keegan was was quite good. Like his his good. performance was actually really good in Banshees. Um, he was in it for like was, less than a minute. Uh, no, nah, he was in it more than that. He was in it more than that. Uh, Brendan Gleeson was wasn't a, a a stellar performance. It was good. It was good, but it wasn't um, for me. Like it was. I mean, it was understated. I, I like. I, I thought it was. It was quite a, a quiet performance. Um, you only really. I mean, Colin Farrell is is obviously the lead actor in it, and and his performance was great um, and stole the show completely. But but um, but yeah, it's it's interesting to see Banshees get a couple of nominations there. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think um, I, I've not seen the Fablemans yet, so I don't know what Judd Hirsch's performance is like. But I do think that um, Ki Ki Kwan is gonna. It, this one. It's another I, scenario for Jared Hirsch's like he's in it for maybe three minutes of the film. Right, oh yeah. And I've not seen Causeway yet either to know what Brian Tyree Henry's performance is like. What is it called? Uh Causeway. I still need to see that. Yeah, I've not seen that one yet to know what um that performance is like from Brian uh, Brian Tyree Henry. But uh yeah, I think you're right. 
in that this will be uh, and Rob says as well yeah um yeah uh Kihu Kwan will probably take this one at the moment I think so he's leading the way again we all you know <clears throat> I'm going to reiterate we all know that the races can change in in the Oscars you know in, in the uh you know in the in the in the lead-ups but there are always some locks throughout award season as well and I think this one is a lock right now so so um this was the point where in the announcements they took a break. We're not going to take a break. We will go straight into the next one, which is... Here are the nominees for Achievement in Music, Best Original Song. Applause from Tell It Like a Woman. Hold My Hand from Top Gun, Maverick. Lift Me Up. From Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Natu Natu from RRR. And This Is A Life from Everything Everywhere All At Once. I need to re-listen to This Is A Life. And I still need to see... What was that first one that got nominated again? The, the first nominee? Uh, that was Applause from... Tele um, uh, from tell it like a woman I've not seen i still that need song. to do that yeah. too but yeah. um as of right now i can see this going to not to not to or okay. lift me up yeah um yeah interesting have you seen rrr yet i've not seen rrr yet but uh, no i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna give that a watch soon i think so it's that's, on Netflix. that's another fun film it's a three-hour movie um oh, right. this year is full of three-hour films yeah it was it was a fun movie it's one of those movies where you know how like overly dramatic uh, Bollywood films are. What I mean, this is a Tollywood film. This yeah. is one of those films where it's just so much fun to watch. Meanwhile, like at the same time, he does have a story. It's 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 good. It's a good watch. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I look forward to that. I look forward to that. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, well, it'll be interesting. Diane Warren uh, nominated again uh, with applause, um, and and because tell it like a woman isn't nominated for anything else. I think once again, Diane Warren is going to get overlooked. Um, she got an honorary Oscar a few months ago um, at, at the Academy. You know, they sometimes do like Academy honorary things. And uh, yeah, Rob's saying uh, she's been nominated 14 times. Um, wow. She got an honorary Oscar and she did, she did kind of joke and say, thanks for finally allowing me to win one, <laughs> you know, but it's not the same as, it's not the same as actually winning on, on Oscars night. And I think she's unfortunately going to get overlooked again, and 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 she's she's got to be due one soon. Like you know, I mean, she's it it seems to be a a running joke now that Diane Warren is going to get nominated every year, and you know, and at the minute she's going to get overlooked. Maybe maybe soon, maybe next year, who knows? But um, yeah, that's uh, original song. The eleventh category is. for Best Documentary Feature Film. All That Breathes. All the Beauty and the Bloodshed. Fire of Love. A House Made of Splinters. And Navalny. And this was a surprise to me because Descendant was not nominated, which is a great documentary I've already seen on Netflix. It was, it was a contender. And uh, and it wasn't nominated, which was uh, which was a surprise. So um, so yeah, so Descendants not nominated. Uh, so that means the one documentary that I've seen, I thought I'd get, I was getting ahead of the game, 
no, I've got to go back and watch another five. <laughs> so, watch all five because I haven't seen a single one. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, some. Sometimes these are already out there on things like Netflix or Amazon Prime or, or Disney Plus. So it'll be interesting to see um, where these where these documentaries are and uh, and try and get them try and get them boxed off as well. Um, so um, yeah, I've not I've not really heard of any of these so there's nothing really i can say right now i can't make a prediction uh because the one that was a, allegedly one of the leading contenders isn't even there so um so yeah it'll be uh it'll be interesting to see how that category goes definitely um, yeah and uh, the same with documentary shorts here are the nominees for best documentary short film the elephant whisperers Hall Out, How Do You Measure a Year, The Martha Mitchell Effect, and Stranger at the Gate. Now, this one I have heard of some of the documentaries. Uh, again, because I was trying to get ahead of the time, there was one that was a clear front runner called Nuisance Bear, which I watched because that was available to watch on YouTube. And I was like, okay, great. So I watched it thinking I was getting ahead of the game didn't get nominated so um so but i have heard of the elephant whispers i knew that was in the running i have heard of how do you measure a year and i have heard of stranger at the gate so three of those at least i've heard of i've not heard of Hall out i've not heard of the martha mitchell effect again you know i'm sure these documentaries will be out there and available to see somewhere so um so yeah um yeah, i still gotta watch all five of those too you know yeah. it's funny as um speaking of bear movies have you seen the trailer for cocaine bear uh no i've not seen that no have you no, heard I've, of it have i've you... heard of it yeah i've heard of it i've not seen the trailer for it oh so, yeah yeah so <laughs> so yeah that'll uh yeah it's interesting that that one wasn't nominated so. no, <laughs> so, because it comes out this year oh is it oh so it's uh it's not in contention yet best picture for next year on lock yeah, maybe. already <laughs> <laughs> not really that's not gonna get anywhere near yeah. uh the next category and i think this one's going to be between two it was this one here are the nominees for best international feature film all quiet on the western front germany argentina 1985 argentina close belgium eo poland and the Quiet Girl, Ireland. I am really pissed off that India didn't send in RRR for a consideration for, uh, didn't send in for RRR. Yeah, for, I, 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 that, what what I, a stupid didn't that win? Didn't win the Globe or the Critics' Choice? Yes. It won one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What a yeah, stupid so. decision to not send in the Academy. Yeah. So I mean, already I can you can already tell like which one it's going to be this time. It's going to be um, all quiet. All quiet. That's all quiet on the Western Front. I think Argentina in nineteen eighty five will be its main contender. Um, but yeah, I think had it been had RRR been nominated in this category, then uh -huh. I think that would have been a, a really tense, wide open race. Um instead, like you say, I think it's it's clearly gonna go to um it's clearly gonna go to all quiet on the western front. Um yeah. So yeah, um yeah, Rob says that was dumb, uh, referring to um rrr um I, I what i don't know what came over them to be like oh yeah let's not send this in 
Let's just yeah. send it for best original song. So stupid. Yeah, it's uh, it, I don't I don't understand their line of thinking there. So, um, but yeah, it's I guess it is. <clears throat> you know, it is what it is, and that that opens the door for a different winner. Uh, and it, it does make it interesting that it's not. You know, I I do get fed up when there are locks in award season when somebody scoops every single award. You know, don't get me wrong; sometimes people deserve it absolutely, but it always makes it more interesting heading into the Oscars when when there's a wide open race because three or four different um, different films or different people have, have won the awards in the same categories over over things. And that's one of the things I like about the Golden Globes is it opens up two doors, you know. So so then when it, you go into the rest of award season, it's like, oh, is it going to be this or this? Because they're now mm -hmm. in that category. So yeah. Yeah, um, so that's international feature. Probably going to go to All Quiet on the Western Front. Argentina, nineteen eighty-five, will be its main contender. I think, like we say, it possibly could have been RRR, but they didn't submit it, which is crazy. Uh, the next category is here are the nominees for Best Animated Feature Film: Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. The Sea Beast. And Turning Red. I didn't see Turning Red nominated um, earlier. That, I mean, I'm surprised about that one. Um, I still need to see The Sea Beast. I need to finish Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. And I need to finish Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Yeah. Um... I think it's likely to be Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio um, at this point. I'm saying this having not seen any of the others, but I just think what's gone into uh, Pinocchio, I can totally see. And I, I wasn't expecting, we, we watched it the other night, and I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. I thought it was going to be very arty. Um, Guillermo del Toro, the last couple of films he's done was uh, Nightmare Alley, which was very film noir, uh, very arty. And the same with Shape of Water, which he obviously won Best Picture for. You know, very film noir, very arty, and I thought this would be similar. I thought it would be quite pretentious, and uh, and and I didn't think I'd like it. Actually, it's really, really well done. Uh, I think the the, the humour in it is great. Uh, we we laughed at bits, you know, and and other bits we were just like, whoa, you know, the whole thing, and the fact that it's stop motion as well. Uh, you know, I think I think it's really, really clever, and I do think that's the film to beat. I'm not. I'm not saying right now it will definitely win because I need to see the others as well. But right now, I'm thinking, you know, it's, it's, it's the one that I think is the one to beat. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Plus, the Academy just loves stop motion. Yeah. So I mean, with that right there is like that's the lock on it. Um, yeah. I can see. Um, I'm drawing a blank here. I can see Marcel the shells with shoes on being a tight second, but as of right now, um, as far as best animated, it's going to go to Pinocchio. Yeah, that that would be my guess. That would be my guess. So, okay, the next category is here are the nominees for achievement in makeup and hairstyling. All Quiet on the Western Front, The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, and The Whale. 
this is a lock on the whale. Um, this, this, this is what interests me about this category this year because if you think when Black Panther, the original Black Panther came out, uh, that one um, makeup and hairstyle and it won uh, costume design, you know, things like that. It won a few things that I think shocked a few people at the time because they, they, they were convinced other pictures were going to win it. But Black Panther did really well at the Oscars and I, I, I think it's going to do really well this time. But then you've got the whale and the whale they completely transform. Brendan Fraser, a bit like they did with Tammy Faye last year for, with Jessica Chastain, or they did a, a few years ago with Darkest Hour, Winston Churchill, and things like that. So uh, I think it's going to be very interesting. I think it's going to be quite a close race between those two. Yeah, um, like like the Batman, great. Like They made Colin Farrell unrecognizable as the Penguin. Yeah. But he was only in it for a short amount of time. Brendan Fraser is the main focus of this entire movie. So they had to make sure his makeup, his fat suit, and everything was on point. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think I think it's likely that Brendan Fraser, um, like the, the makeup that they did for him for the whale, is I think it's likely that he's going to be, uh, or the sorry, not he, uh, not because obviously the hair and makeup wasn't to do with Brendan Fraser. It was just that it was done on him. Uh, but um, the hair and makeup done for that film for the whale i think you know could take it but like i say black panther wakanda forever because because it did so well the first time around i think it can't be discounted i don't think the hair and makeup is necessarily anything to shout home about on all quite on the western front uh, don't get me wrong it's good but i don't think it's yeah uh, it's, it's nothing special um and elvis i've not i've not seen elvis yet so i can't comment on the the hair and makeup they do the same thing like they did with the whale and um, the Batman for Tom Hanks, yeah. but I mean, you would you just you still see Tom Hanks. Got you, got you. And, and then Austin Butler just generically looks like Elvis, anyways. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, next category is. Here are the nominees for achievement in production design. All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, Babylon, Elvis, and The Fablemans. Avatar has no reason being here. <laughs> they literally, their entire, their production design is literally just a soundstage where it's literally just set up for a mocap. Yeah. What a yeah. joke. What a joke. Yeah, I am, I'm surprised that um avatar was nominated in this category um i don't think avatar will win i think production design for all quiet on the western front is quite good um i've not seen babylon and elvis enough to say um to say anything about their production design what i will say is the fablemans obviously it's um, a spielberg sort of story and one thing hollywood like to do is honor their own you know so if you think back to once upon a time in hollywood that one production design because Hollywood love to, you know, sort of give it give it a head nod to to their own and 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 <clears throat> with this being a, a story about Spielberg, I do think that it could maybe you know sort of take it. Babylon is also a, a story for their own. Yeah, uh, I can see either Babylon or the Fablemans taking yeah. it at this point. Yeah, um, Babylon more than Fablemans because just some of the set designs and. Babylon are just insane. Yeah. So yeah. So it could be. Um, yeah. Like like you said, I don't think Avatar is going to take that one. Um, 
Yeah, All Quiet could take it, but I think it's more likely to uh, to be the Fablemans or, or Babylon. Um, yeah. Not seeing it. What, not coming on what took it in 2019? Because, I mean, this film is a lot... Uh, All Quiet is very res- resonant of 1917's film uh, design. Um, let's have a look. Um, uh, 2019 um, production... Oscar. Um, that says Black Panther. Well, uh, um, 2019 yeah. was 2020. Sorry. Uh, 2020 was... Let's take a look. 2020 was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, okay. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I can see it going to then... Um, Babylon or the Fablemans for sure because it's all yeah. quiet. I mean, it was good, but it's just it just resembles too much of any other World War One film. Uh, Love Pugs is in. Hello, everyone. Hello, Love Pugs. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think yeah for the same reasons, like you say, it's um, yeah, it's the production design is good on All Quiet on the Western Front, but um, but yeah, I think it's likely to to be the Fablemans. Or Babylon, and I've not seen either of them. I'm just going based on on what I've heard. So, um, but again, this isn't my prediction yet. Um, I've got a lot of things to watch before I um, before I lock in my predictions. So, um, but yeah, the next category is here are the nominees for achievement in film editing: The Banshees of Inisherin. Elvis. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Tar. And Top Gun Maverick. Um, yeah, again, early days, because I've only seen... Um, um, I'm sitting in this photo. I've only seen two of these, uh, but at the moment I can see Top Gun maybe taking this one. I just sent uh, you a photo um, that you should probably check out really quickly because, like, this is why I think everything everywhere is going to be a lock. Okay. Oh, yeah, the uh, the, the um, proton line for everything, yeah. Fair one? Yeah, it's uh, entirely possible then. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, for the purposes of that, let me just, uh, what I will do is I will share that. Um, So that was this one. So that's the the photo right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's the the photo of the editing <laughs> in everything, everywhere, all at once. So, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, whether whether that does get um, the award. It's has it taken award? What, what has it taken award so far for editing? Yeah, I believe so. I I'm yeah. not entirely sure. I have to look back. And but, has it been um, up against Top Gun? If it, if it yes, has, yes, it has. But like, yeah. Top Gun was nothing special. Tar was nothing special. Elvis, I mean, 
Sure. Banshees have been sharing? No. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Um, editing, you quite often, again, if you get something that's loud and got a lot of sound and fast paced and, you know, got a lot of action and things like that. So like a motor racing film or, or, a, or a war film or things like that, you know, that then quite often editing can go to things like that. So that's, that's why I, I said Top Gun could take it, but you're right. Looking at, um, looking at the rest of award season, it could very well go to everything everywhere for, for that editing. And I've not seen everything everywhere yet. As, as we said at the top of the show, hopefully going to watch that this weekend. So, um, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. So. I, I, for a film lover like you, I think your eyes will pop when you see some of the edited, editing ways of just like when they're jumping into different multiverses. So, okay. um, yeah. Text me. Okay. It's, it's One second, Adam. Okay. Well. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see everything everywhere all at once and to see, uh, to see how they have put that together how, how the editing's come together and things so um so yeah we'll uh we'll see on that so are you back Brandon? yeah yeah all good yeah but yeah no i think this is a lot for everything everywhere but like i said like i think your eyes will pop when you see certain scenes like how they're cut together when they're she's traveling through different multiverses like like it's i'm like oh my god i walked out of that film th immediately thinking yeah this is going to take best editing okay cool and it's always interesting as well because editing um, editing is one of those categories that you, you always kind of look to see. There are three categories that are synonymous with best picture, uh, and that's uh, editing, directing, and cinematography. Um, <clears throat> so obviously you've got the Banshees of Sharon in this, you've got Elvis, everything everywhere all at once, Tar and Top Gun Maverick. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see whether all five of those or, or, or uh, you know, make, make best picture or not. You know, we'll get to that in a few minutes. Um, but speaking of those three synonymous categories, the next one is. Here are the nominees for achievement in cinematography. All Quiet on the Western Front. Bardo, false chronicle of a handful of truths. Elvis, Empire of Light. And Tar. So I do find that one interesting because cinematography takes out uh you know or brings in rather not takes out brings in a couple of films that we've not yet heard of or seen nominations for across the rest of across the rest of the awards you know so um so bardo and um which which was the other one you had bardo and um uh empire of light and so um i think they've probably been nominated by the european voters they always like to throw a curveball in there when it comes to uh directing uh the directing category um so yeah but what, what what's your thoughts on best direct uh no sorry, sorry cinematography this is uh rather yeah um cinematography the, category um the batman was snubbed i'll say that um yeah i it was freaking snubbed but for cinematography this is tough because like i i would easily say maybe elvis are all quiet on the western front <clears throat> But then you have Roger Deakins, who is literally the god of cinematography. This man yeah, can yeah. literally film an hour of paint drying, and he'd win. And he'd get an Oscar nomination. <laughs> didn't he win? For, he won for nineteen seventeen, didn't he? So he did. Roger, yeah, yeah. So, and then he, so won uh, again, like, he won again last year for Dune. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, he's, I, um, I think he's going to take it again, just because he's Roger freaking Deakins. 
it, it'll be interesting because because like we say empire light you've not seen it nominated for anything else so far you know so if, if he was to take that that would be very very interesting and uh and and it would it blow the doors wide open again for best picture because because you wouldn't see a a you know one of the best picture films kind of taking all of those subcategories that are normally seen as synonymous so, mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting to see um the 19th category is Here are the nominees for Achievement in Visual Effects. All Quiet on the Western Front. Avatar, The Way of Water. The Batman. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And Top Gun, Maverick. This is a lock for Avatar. I I, I don't know why anybody else says otherwise. Like This picture I just sent you on Facebook... Uh-huh. That is a that is a an actual shot. That's an actual shot from Wakanda Forever. This Wakanda Forever has no business, no business being on there. Interesting. So that's uh, I'll I'll share it again for for our audiences at home. So that's the that's the one you're you're talking about right there. Yeah, that's embarrassing. So, yeah, that's um, yeah. Is, have they just held up a kid's figure there, or what? What, what did they do? So, like, 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 I don't know how I'm supposed to be like, cool. Let me like, is there's no tonal tone? There's no like pixelation there or anything as far as tone down as far as you sharing your screen. That yeah. came in full quality. That's what that was. Oh well. <laughs> so yeah. Like, um, has a great story. But Marvel, like Marvel as a whole, has really been lacking lately when it comes to making their films um, with yeah. the effects. So that's embarrassing. That is just straight up embarrassing and sad that they yeah. would even consider putting that in there. But that being said, I mean, it just makes it easier of a win for Avatar. Yeah, I, I'll be shocked if Avatar doesn't take this one. It's uh, it's got to be it's got to be locked in, surely. So yeah, we'll we'll see, of course. But I think uh, I think it's 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 going to be Avatar um it's you know the the amount that's gone into it to make it what it is um you know it's it's avatar is all about the visual aesthetics you know so it's you know if for it to not take it would be a, a huge a huge shock so yeah uh, yeah so um the other nominees in that category um are um let's have a look uh, give me a second um all quiet on the Western Front. I don't necessarily think that's right with stunning visual effects. Uh, the Batman, I'm sure, will have some good ones. And Top Gun Maverick, yeah, again, you know, good good visual effects, but I, not, nothing compared to Avatar. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, into the last four categories, then the, the four big ones. Uh, the first one being this one. Here are the nominees for Best Performance by an Actor in a Leading Role. Austin Butler in Elvis. Colin Farrell in The Banshees of Inisherin. Brendan Fraser in The Whale. Paul Mescal in Aftersun. And Bill Nye in Living. I still need to see Living in Aftersun. Yeah. But with how the awards have gone so far, it's a very tight game between Austin Butler and Brendan Fraser. 
it can go either way on the two of them because both have one won the Globes, one won Critics' Choice. Well, on that, Colin Farrell also won a Golden Globe because obviously, again, the Globes split uh, split it up. So, oh, he, so, he won by best comedy, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Colin Farrell's in that race as well. So, so I, I think that's a three way race at the minute, and that's that makes this category exciting. I think Austin Butler's probably the favourite at the moment. Uh, I think he's won a couple of awards, but um, Colin Farrell's won one. Brendan Fraser's won one. Colin Farrell, uh, uh, Austin Butler. It's it's going to be between those three, and and I like the fact that we've got an award at the minute that isn't necessarily a lock, which is good. I don't understand the love for Colin Farrell in this role. Nothing stood out. He carries the film like he's in every single scene. I know he is, but there was he's in every single scene, and and he carries the film. And I think I think he goes on uh, he he goes on a journey. That's that's the thing. He goes on. an emotional journey, uh, you know, like he's convinced everything's all right, and and, and he's trying his best, and and eventually, uh, you know, it's it's not all good, and uh, and and yeah, I I just think he goes, here's Rob, he couldn't hey, he couldn't stay away for too long, um, yeah, I I just think his character goes on uh, a full journey, um, and yeah, I think I think his performance is great, personally, I, 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 his performance is what made the film for me, but yeah, it was yeah. It's just the funniest scene of his in the movies when he goes back to the, the pub. He's like, he threw his fucking fingers up my door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry for that, but I... Yeah, fa- family friendly. Yeah, yeah. They they say they they yeah they they they, they say it's slightly different as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's how I remember it as like he just he just chops off his fingers. Throws it at the door. He hey, you're spoiling that movie big time. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> spoiling that movie. It's it's a bore fest. It, I'd it, have loved it. Yeah, I, I, me, me and Kim both loved it. We thought it was great. So yeah, yeah. Like I say, I think it's just uh, I think it's just an audience translation issue. I don't maybe. know what to trust because I hated everything everywhere all at once. Of course you did. And Brandon loved it. So and he says he hates this did, one. Bro. So I think we're gonna love this one. So. Yeah, we'll see. I didn't hate we'll see. It. it was just so weird. I couldn't get over the weirdness. Did you like Power of the Dog? No. <laughs> okay. Nobody liked Power of the Dog. No one did. Nobody liked Power of the Dog. It, 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 it had except for except for um, entitled film schnobs. It, it yeah, you know, Power of the Dog. You could see its brilliance in filmmaking, but it wasn't it wasn't um, an entertaining watch for an audience member. Um. So yeah. Um. Yeah, what was your thoughts, Rob? You're, you're, you just joined us in the uh, late to the game here, but uh, I mean, we were just saying. I think this is wide open. Is a great voiceover artist that she should be doing for a living. So she's unbelievable. <laughs> That's my thoughts. So. I agree. I agree. So, um, but yeah, I do think this is a, a wide open category with with three three possible contenders right now. So yeah, I, I said the same thing this morning. So yeah, yeah. Um, right next, actor, right? Uh, we're on actor. Yes, yeah. we're, we're on actor. Who, who knows? It could go either way. I, I, I don't know. Do you think Brendan Fraser has a chance? I think Fraser's got a chance. I think Fowler's got a chance, and I think Austin's got a chance. I don't know about the other two. They. It's all. It's very, very tight. It's gonna be tough. I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, the great thing about the Oscars is I think we might get more of a buzz closer to it. You know what I mean? It's tough because I, I think um, you know when when it when it leads into the Oscars. The BAFTAs can be a great precursor. Mm. You know, it's it's the it's the show, it's the penultimate award season show. I think, um, 
And that's the one where the tide sometimes starts to change. And we saw that um, two two years ago when everyone thought um, uh, everyone thought that um, best actor was going to go to um, uh, give me one second. Uh, sorry. Um, Uh, Chadwick Boseman, yeah, no, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, when everyone thought best actor was going to go, Chadwick Boseman. To the point where they they made that category the last one of the night. They flew in Chadwick Boseman's family to accept it on his behalf, and then, <laughs> the end, like, Screw and then in the end, it went to Sir Anthony Hopkins, who wasn't even there. He wasn't even in. And this was the pandemic Oscars, where you had audiences yeah. in London and and Australia and things as well. Uh, uh, audio, award award members that you know were able to accept their award sort of remotely and uh and he wasn't even in that auditorium in london he was a he was fast asleep in <laughs> south wales he had no clue um, you know he didn't just think like, um and yet he just won the bafta a couple of weeks before so chadwick boseman had swept award season for my rangers black bottom and um and then all of a sudden uh anthony hopkins with the father great performance you know and he he took the bafta and then he went on to take the Oscar as well. So I think the BAFTA could be a good precursor here. And I do think, you know, um, the British audiences might go with Colin Farrell. Um, again, I, I think that could be a, a translation thing uh, with the um, with the humour and everything, the Irish humour. I think it's more relatable to British audiences than it is to American audiences. Um, and it just might turn the tide. You know, and Austin Butler could be in with a, a fight on his hands. And again... Let's not discount Brendan Fraser because he's won an award already and his is a great performance. Yeah. yeah. That's that's my thoughts. So, uh, the next category. Here are the nominees for Best Performance by an Actress in a Leading Role. Kate Blanchett in Tar. Anna de Armas in Blonde. Andrea Riseborough in To Leslie. Michelle Williams in The Fablemans and Michelle Yeo in Everything Everywhere All at Once. This is a lock for Kate Blanchett or Michelle Yeo. There's no, there's no. <laughs> I like how you say a lock and then you pick two. <laughs> I know, I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm saying it's a lock because it's, it's a lock. Like, like, they've been yeah. taking everything this year. Yeah. Like, watching but Tar, again, I'm not the biggest fan of Tar, but I can I easily saw why she was nominated for Best Actress. She's just a great actress. I, yeah. yeah. Um. So, but yeah. So it, it's 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 open. It's between open two of them. Yeah. yeah. Michelle Yeoh is actually the, the first Asian woman to be nominated for an Oscar since I think 1980. No. Let me. Uh, let me. Let me <laughs> no. Mind. When you say the first Asian woman. That can't be. That can't be. It, it, you, you've got to be in this category specifically, surely, because let me, let me. Michelle is the first Asian woman since Merle. Yeah, no. Yeah, for I mean, for this category, but Michelle Yeoh was the first Asian woman since Merle Oberon in 1935 to be nominated for Best Actress of the Oscars. I was going wow. to say because because uh, Yoo Jung Yoon won um, as Asian and she won for Minari uh, for Best Supporting yeah, Actress. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so that was yeah, and, and Chloe Zhao is Asian and, and she won Best Director. So. I was referring to this so, category. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So this category specifically, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I get caught, caught up by your music. So, <laughs> so yeah, I think Kate, Kate Blanchett. Or I've not seen Blonde. I've not seen Two Leslie. 
Um, yeah. Uh, in fact, well, do you know what? I've not seen any of these pictures yet, but I just know through awards season, Michelle Yeoh and um, and uh, Kate Blanchett seem to be leading the way. Um, I don't think I've seen Andrea Riseborough nominated in any of the other award shows yet. So, no, so, no. so she's a bit of a, a shock inclusion. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, the so we're down to two more categories, which are. Here are the nominees for Achievement in Directing. Martin McDonough for The Banshees of Inisherin. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. Todd Field for Tar. And Ruben Usland for Triangle of Sadness. It's the Daniels or Spielberg. I, there's no competition there. Yeah. I think I'm inclined to agree. Um, yeah. I don't think Martin McDonough will take it on Banshees. Um, I don't know enough about Tar for Todd Field or uh, Triangle of Sadness for Ruben Oseland. But, um, yeah, I think I'm not sure who's taken the directing once so far. I think has Spielberg, Spielberg's won one so far. Spiel, hasn't he? Spielberg won the Golden Globes. Yeah. Okay, and so then, that uh, a critic's choice. The Stevens, yeah, you're right. Let me you're see. Right. Uh, no, you're right. The the other guys won. Yeah, was it the Daniel? Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I I, I didn't love Fablemans. I know Brandon loved it. It's in his top five movies of all time, which is shocking. Top ten, maybe. <laughs> no, no, but, literally, uh, Fablemans is my number two film of all time. Number two of all time. Yeah. Wow. It's not that That's great, but I, but I love Spielberg. It could have been so much better of a movie. Because I, I just know Spielberg's story. I've been analyzing and watching his story for years. I just wish they did like some of his younger thing a little bit more. And then like when he like was at the studios when he became like sneaking into uh the universe a lot, like meeting other people, the way he like started. I wish I saw more of that. So like they, yeah, at the end, like they showed like him meeting it well. That's safe for Fablemans too. I can't say it. Yeah, don't don't spoil it for me. Look, I'm happy they gave the life story, and then like it was funny because after I watched that movie, I watched a documentary on Steven Spielberg that's on HBO Max, which is great, and they showed portions of the movie with his real life parents and stuff, and it was kind of cool. So, um, but like I said, I I know Brandon loves that movie. I'm sorry, Brandon. It it was good. Was it's it's one of the best films I've ever seen. That's I really point. hope Spielberg wins it because because it's there's been a long time since we've seen yeah. Spielberg win an Oscar and and um and he's had some great films along the way so I a think movie uh, about his life would just be nice to for him to win yeah it would be uh, it would be so poetic for him to to win an Oscar for that so I really hope Spielberg wins it I think it's likely to be between those two films Fablemans and Everything Everywhere All at Once um, yeah. but yeah saying, like uh, the Fablemans kind of show like that's just like Spielberg style like E T kind of had like the way his parents were in this movie like and like the close encounters of the third kind like uh, they had like the same kind of tones like that's where his inspiration was but parents so to see that kind of full circle and to see that come to fruition in, his, in the, the Fablemans, i get it it's cool but i don't know i'm yeah. shocked i'm shocked um going back to best actors here for a second I'm shocked Margot Robbie wasn't nominated for Nelly Leroy in Babylon. And I'm shocked that Paul Dano wasn't nominated for Best Supporting Actor. 
Yeah. For well, Brad Pitt too was an upset, supposedly. Oh my god, yeah, no, Brad Pitt not getting nominated. That this was one of his best roles. I'm being completely honest here. This, his role in Babylon, like normally, like is if I'm watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't see Cliff Booth, or I, I don't even remember the other guy's name. But when it comes to um, Babylon, I see Jack. I see Jack Conrad, and that's it. I don't see. Um, I don't see him as Brad Pitt. That's 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 the power of that movie that that had. Yeah. So yeah, he, both Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt. Should have gotten it. Diego Calva should have gotten a, a best actor nomination. But I mean, there were always snubs, aren't there? Like, I think a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of people tipped Adam Sandler for Hustle as well. So. Yeah, here, here's some oh, snubs yeah. on it. Yeah. Hold on a sec. There's here's some snub from a, a USA Today article today. Obviously, maybe not obviously, but Tom Cruise, Viola um, eh. Davis. Well, this is yes, the article. Viola Davis, Viola Davis, Davis was, a snub. was a snub right there. Adam Sandler, some female directors. Oh, yeah. Hello, Daniel. Wow, there we go. Daniel, Daniel, you should come and join us. I'll send you the link. <laughs> so, yeah, Eddie yeah, Redmond for the Good News. You know what? Baz Luhrmann for Elvis. Like he was kind of snub. Yeah. It was his movie, so you know there was a couple snubs in there that they were saying. And and I, I brought this up with uh, Adam afterwards. We did this morning of the stream. Yeah, I said, look, <clears throat> if Will Smith didn't do his fiasco last year, you think he might have been nominated for the the? Um, you know, it was all, it was all in line for <clears throat> you know to be nominated for his what was that movie this apple plus apple tv plus movie oh, I can't remember emancipation what that's what yeah emancipation that's one yeah 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 i have no clue but like did people like i don't hear a poop about like i haven't heard a peep about it. i don't know why i said poop but i haven't heard a peep about <laughs> the will smith controversy and not you know being overlooked for this so it might be a lousy movie i, I don't know anything about it but i wonder I, if... I i think the academy is trying to steer away from will smith for this year at least after, uh, after yeah, the- I think um, I think it's one of those where it's it would have for, for them to ban him for ten years, and and I know that's not a ban on being nominated, but but for him to do what he did last year, and the academy to to ban him and say right that's it, you know we're going to revoke his his membership and and not allow him back for ten years, for him to then turn up the very next year, you know, <laughs> in, in a leading yeah, it would have been. It would have been a slap across the academy's face, you know. Um, it would have been Will Smith slapping the academy instead of Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. So, um, so I just think this year uh, it, it probably was wise to not have him back. I think the academy would really like to not have what happened last year brought up time and again, even though it's going to be like the academy. The academy doesn't want. Um, the, the the more embarrassing elements um, brought up and played over and over and over again. They always are like the La La Land faux pas with Moonlight, you know, or or or, or you know um, things like that. There's always been things where you know the shocking elements that kind of get played again, where people snub their Oscars or, or, or whatever as well. And, um, and you know, this one wasn't necessarily political. It was just aggro, <laughs> needless aggro. Uh, it was a moment of someone not thinking things through, and 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 it really kind of it didn't reflect well on you know the Hollywood's glitz and glamour evening. So, um, so yeah, I think the 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 Academy probably just won that one swept under the carpet, and it's probably best for him to not be in the audience this year. Um, and well, he wouldn't and, be allowed to be in the audience. That's the funny thing. 
Well, uh, and people people making jokes about it, and, and there might still be jokes about it. I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure yeah, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel, is not going to go quietly on that one, is he? No. So you know, yeah. The, um, the, um, the, it's just going to be there's going to be the stupid line of, "Oh, hey, where's Will Smith? I, I hope I hope I don't say anything bad about his wife." That's Jimmy Kimmel. That's his humor. It's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so uh, the last category. Um, is your role from Mr. Fuzz? Here are the nominees for Best Picture All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis. Everything, everywhere, all at once. The Fablemans. Tar. Top Gun Maverick. Triangle of Sadness. And Women Talking. I still need to see Triangle of Sadness and Women Talking. But I think this is going to either go to the Fablemans or everything everywhere all at once. There, I, I agree. I, I, as far as everything everywhere, I think it's going to take it just on the premise of the technicality of it. Yeah. Like Letterbox, I mean, it's, it's Letterbox's highest rated film, which is insane. You have all of these uh, best actor, best actress, editing, hair and makeup. Sure. Power of the Dog got that too, but night and day on these two different films. Yeah, I think um, I think every everything everywhere, based on the number of nominees uh, nominations that it has, uh, is going to be up there. I was surprised to see Avatar: Way of Water get in, and I thoroughly enjoyed the film. I was surprised to see it um, get in. Onto best picture though, I thought Black Panda would come. Uh, Black Panther Wakanda, not Black Panda. <laughs> that's, that's a different animal. Uh, Black, Black Panda, Panda was awesome. I think it should win. Yeah, so. yeah uh, Black Panther Wakanda forever. Um, I thought that was going to get nominated because the original Black Panther was was in the best picture race as well. Um, but yeah, Avatar seemed to take that that slot. I can see all quiet on the Western Front. I mean, that's got a, a lot of nominations. Uh, I don't think it's going to take Best Picture. I think it's going to take Best International instead. Um, uh, it will take some other awards as well, I'm sure. Uh, Banshee's even is sharing. I don't, th- you know, it's a great, I, I think it's a great film. I know Brandon's not a fan. Um, I don't think it will take Best Picture, though. I don't think uh, so either. Yeah, Fablemans, I've not seen it yet, but, you know, maybe Tar, seem, Tar seems to have a lot of love this year as well. So, not um, for Best Picture. I think should, like, Go ahead, Adam. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 it's fine. Yeah, um, Top Gun Maverick uh, is a great technical film. It's not a best picture contender for me. Uh, Triangle of Sadness, um, I've not no seen it brands. yet. Yeah, and Women Talking. So yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree. Uh, I think the, the 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 top three at the moment are likely to be uh, Fablemans, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Elvis, possibly Tar in that as well. So yeah, that's that's my take. See, I think All Quiet will win. Go ahead, Adam. Brandon, go ahead. Well, I mean, to answer your question, it'll win international because yeah, RRR was wasn't there. But, yeah. um, man, Adam, you've got your work cut out of Hedy, man. <laughs> he always does. <laughs> <laughs> he always does. 
I'm looking forward to it, though. Yeah, I agree with you, Brandon. All Quiet's going to win thing. Avatar, yeah, I don't think it's going to win Best Picture. Banshees, I don't know. Like, I think they're going to give it to the, the, the actors. I think that's where it's going to shine. Elvis, I don't think was good enough to win. The Buzz, Everything, Everywhere, Fablemans, those are the two big buzzes. It's between those two. Tar, I think, is going to take uh, Best Actors. Maverick, I, I don't know. I just don't think it's going to win. Triangle Sadness and Woman Talk, it just doesn't have enough buzz. So, green with you. So, Yeah. I, I, I started watching Triangle Sadness the other day, and then I think I threw on All Quiet on the Western Front and said, I need to get back. Oh, no, it was either that or RRR, because I've been putting off RRR for too long. So I finally got to watch that. <laughs> I need to watch Triangle Sadness, and then I got to watch um, Women Talking. Hold, hold on a sec. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Adam a soundbite. Hold on. <clears throat> uh, okay. Oh, he's gonna give me a soundbite. I think I know what he's gonna be. 2023 is the year I'm gonna take it. I'm doing it. My year. My year. There you go. That's that's you for your clip. <laughs> that's gonna be yeah, okay. Man, to give your clip. See, give your clip. see, see, Rob. You you might say that now, but keep in mind, I got to see all of these films prior to, and not just pay attention to. Oh my God, award season is coming out. Let me watch all this. So I'd like to say on record right now that I'm going to win this this year. I'm taking it home that trophy and putting it in my new place. Interesting. Get out of it. Do your sound bite. Right <laughs> <laughs> uh, my sound bite. Um, okay. <clears throat> I've won it three times already. I don't need to win it again. Too bad your mic stunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's down to delay. Three-time winner, Adam. He's taking it this year. He's doing it. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, that's did, did my mic your thing, your thing broke up. Then? It's 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 brutally bad. Okay. Um is it, is it okay now? Just when you have to record the sound bite, that's when it went out. So. Okay, give me one second. Give me one one second. Um I do gotta go though, so I just wanted to pop in for the last couple, so one second. It was a great stream, by the way. You guys did good. It was fun. I had you guys on while I was working. So I had some calls and some work and finished up a project here. Sorry, couldn't make the whole stream, guys. Thanks, pal. Um, yeah, I'm just there. I'm just there. We go. I was just, I'm just quickly doing something. I was just trying to, I'm trying to grab a, a video bite. Can you hear me better now? That's better, yeah. Uh, it's okay, very so still delayed. It's very still delayed. Yeah, see, see. Your 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 camera is ahead of you. See, think of me as your camera. Oh. Then I'm going to be up so far ahead of you in the points this year. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I see where you're going with that. Um, no, I, I think um, I, I'm, I'm just waiting to see yeah, who's I, worse, Brandon or Dan this year. I've won it that I many times. I don't. I mean, not say I so See, Brandon, we say this every year. Brandon goes with his heart, and that's what makes him. I'm not, not going with my heart this time. All I've right. Seen, I'm seeing what's like actually. Because listen, listen, if I want I my love heart on certain heart, things. But it is what it is. So. Okay, Adam, do your sound clip. Good. Okay. So my sound, my sound bite was, uh, and I'll do this full screen. I've won it three times already. I don't need to win it again. Sure. So you, you, should holding, <laughs> you should be holding your awards in here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't get a full screen sound bite. Good. Okay, right, we'll, we'll, we'll do a full screen. Do full screen. We'll do a full screen. Like so 
Okay. You guys don't know. He Ready? pulls clips for his uh, thing. This is the year. Rob Fuzz 2023. I'm taking it all. Taking it all. <laughs> it's your turn, Brandon. Oh, oh, yeah. Are we redoing it? Yeah, you full screen. Oh, okay. See, see, you say that now. Oh, let me turn my blur off. Hold on. <laughs> see, Adam, Rob, you guys might say that now, but I've done my homework this year. I've seen all these other films prior to the announcements. So, that being said, I'm taking the cake this year. I'm taking the trophy and I'm putting it in my new place. What better way to, what better housewarming gift than to win the Oscars this year and get that trophy from you? It's on. I've won it three times already. I don't need to win it again. <laughs> All right, guys, I gotta go. Excellent time. Good nominations. I'm excited. Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna start think, wrapping that up now. Year, anyway, I think the movies this year are lousy again, as usual. As Adam would you, say, you say there's that a lot more blockbusters this year. I'm not liking the movies. I'm not liking them. So I think. You say this every year, though. That's the problem. I you do. Say, <laughs> you say this every year, and there's a lot more blockbusters in it this year. So I do um, say it so, every year. I gotta go, though, guys. Oscars, I can't wait. I'll see you guys. Friday is my birthday. Hopefully, you can make it, Brandon. Maybe have some. Uh, we will. Uh, we will endeavor to be there, Rob, for your birthday on Friday. Day. I will have. Um, I will have a bit of a practice with my band, so I might be a little bit late. So, okay, uh, just so make it weekend. Uh, Bye, guys. Yeah. Rob. Happy Oscars. See you later. Rob. Um, yeah. So um, we are going to start to bring that to a, a head now, but uh, it is almost. The Oscars time. So, uh, um, well, well, what have we got? Like seven weeks? Is it seven weeks? Something like that? Um, about there, yeah. Let me, let me look. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, no, it's six and a half. Six and a half. Yep. So, um, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. Are you, are you going to be with us that weekend? I am you, not. You, um, I am. I'm on my bachelor trip. Yeah, I did. I did think that was the case. So yeah, which yeah, which is a, a huge shame. Yeah, it's unfortunate, um, but like you know, yeah. As soon like I looked at the um, I looked at the the timing of that. I'm like crap. Welcome, Candyman. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's such a shame that you're you're not going to be here for, for, like, well, I mean, you'll you'll be. You'll be just not on the streams, right? You'll be you'll be yeah, around. Just, uh, yeah. So um. So yeah. You'll you'll be able to submit your your predictions and things like that. So mm -hmm. it's just um. Yeah. Well, that's it, guys. We're gonna start to wrap it up. Um. Yeah. It's uh like we say, it's six and a half, seven weeks until the Oscars. Um. There's a lot of films to watch. Uh, looking forward to um, looking forward to watching quite a lot of them. I'm not sure what the what the leading film contender is this year. Um, did, did did we find that out in the end? Uh, um, one second, sorry. Okay. Uh, what for? Uh, what got the most? Yeah, what got the most this year? Everywhere. Everything everywhere. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, it does lead the nominations. Do we know how many it got? Uh, um, I don't have a count. 
You don't have a cow. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll cover that. We'll cover that later in award season and we'll see. Um but yeah, yeah, everything everywhere did get the uh the leading nominees, uh leading nominations. Um uh, but yeah, it's an exciting year. I know Rob's kind of like, oh, it's you know, I wasn't big on the on the films this year, but I don't know. Uh, uh here's a very, very I'm using ABC's trailer here, but this is a very, very brief recap of this year's films and the trailer for the Oscars. Apparently no sound, but, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, there's some uh, there's some great pictures there to be watching. So, um, hey, Mike Wazowski, welcome in. Um, but yeah, some great pictures to be uh, to be looking forward to seeing. So, um, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna go and watch one tonight. I think. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Hey, start with everything. Uh, do you want to end on a good note or do you want to start great? I, I'm not going to watch everything everywhere tonight, and that's because I'm going to watch it with Kim over the weekend. Kim's not here tonight, so um, so that's not going to be tonight's one. I don't know what I'm going to watch tonight, but I will pick one and uh, and get it watched. Um, so Candy Mom says she's seen Top Gun. Yeah, Top Gun is great. Um, it is a great film. So um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll see whichever ones I like. This is one of the things I love about this point of the year is 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 the Oscars. It, it kind of makes me watch things that I might have otherwise skimmed over and not bothered watching, and I end up enjoying a lot of them. So, um, so yeah, I end up finding new favorite films um, by by forcing myself to watch things that I might have otherwise not bothered with, and thus proving that you can never judge a book by its cover um, because sometimes there are some absolute gems out there. So. Yeah, and we got a we got a great year. Uh, we, we had a great lineup this year, which I'm super happy about because there are so many films that just took it and just killed it, man. Like, yeah, I, I it's another 2019 situation. Is we had such a stacked year, it was yeah. hard to predict. Like last year was we we had two tough years because of the pandemic. So like yeah, so, yeah, so 2019, 2020 were, were good years for films, and then and then obviously 2021, 2022 we had essentially uh, a lot of films that might never have been in with contention because of the pandemic um and now we're starting to get back to some sort of semblance of normality where um yeah we'll we'll, we'll see blockbusters getting in there again so mm -hmm. yeah looking forward to it yeah but yeah with that being said guys we're going to bring this to an end uh that's our recap and our initial thoughts on the uh the 95th academy awards nominees uh, that were announced earlier today uh jimmy kimmel's gonna be hosting i can't wait to see that because he's a great host and um and yeah i'm very much looking forward to the show got a lot to watch in uh, in the next few weeks so um you, you better uh, get started on it now um yeah that's all i can say oh, yeah. is start, start doing your homework get working on it because there's so many films and the run times on these are insane so um yeah. is babylon playing in theaters near you I will double check that. Uh, yeah, I think it's. Yeah, I think. I think it is in cinemas now. Yeah. Okay, go check that on theaters because it won't hit digital by the time. 
let's have a look. I'm just seeing. Um, yes, that's in our local cinema right now. So I'll probably get that watched maybe over the weekend as well. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Um, so, yeah, have a great night. Thanks for thanks for everyone that dropped in. Um, Brandon, thanks to you uh, for being here and going through everything with me and giving yeah, your feedback. Um, Rob, thanks for popping in as well. I know it was uh, it was brief because he had uh, he had work to do. Uh, Dan, we need to get you back in with us at some point. Hopefully you'll be able to watch some of the films. Um, and um, and yeah, we will. Uh, we'll reconvene soon with our predictions. Sounds good. Cool. cool. Okay, guys. Thanks for popping in, and uh, we'll leave it there. Take care. See you guys. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.